Welcome to the PVYA Orthodox Youth Podcast. My name is Henri Sorel, and uh, we're here to talk about orthodoxy and the college life. Hello, my name is Dasha Skalitsky, and I'm Taya Skalitsky. Great. Uh, Dasha, Taya, would you be able to talk to us a bit about your experiences with uh, orthodoxy while you've been at university? So, um, this is Taya, and I'm in community college, and Dasha is already in a four-year university at U of M. Yeah, I live in the dorms and Taya lives at home, so our experiences right now are a little bit different. So, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to compare. Okay, so for me, living at home definitely helps me stay connected with the church because I still live around uh, my family who raised me on the values um, that the church teaches. So I'm still around that much more than I would say Dasha is um, because she is around a lot more different people. Um, that's that's my experience. That's definitely true, but I got very lucky, and um, my roommate is also Orthodox, so I wanted to touch on the topic of teachers and the dynamic between students um, and their professors. When a professor teaches a class, they usually have their own perspective on it, which they will often portray in their classes and lectures. And it can be very difficult to tell um, what is a teacher's opinion versus what is fact. So I think definitely staying connected with church and church literature, your priest, um, your spiritual father especially, um, to help you stay on track, talk about the topics that you talked about in class, ask for their opinions, because a teacher does have the authority on the subject, yes, but they also have their own life experiences, their own beliefs that um, can be in conflict with your own, and you need to be able to tell the difference between fact and opinion. That definitely remains true at a four-year institution as well. But that also depends on, like, the type of classes you're taking, where, as in community college, you're taking a lot more gen eds. Um, For me, after I finished community college and went to my four-year university, I'm taking a lot more specialized classes for my major, which is a lot more scientific. So um, I don't have to deal with um biases that have to that have stuff to do with um worldly thoughts and opinions anymore but i know that other people that are taking their gen eds at the four-year institution do have to um so it probably remains the same for that yes and of course uh, nowadays even in uh, more or less scientific fields uh certain social agenda are creeping their way into every aspect of the university and you'll often find things contrary to the orthodox life even in what is at least ostensibly a neutral class or a neutral institution 100 percent um my political science teacher um politics is very difficult to teach i i can imagine um but she was definitely very liberal and it would show in her class and Even though politics and um, political science is definitely something that is has more than just two sides to it, it's still 
very difficult to understand which perspective you're looking at when a professor is talking um, or giving their lecture because of all of the complications, I want to say, in politics. Um, it's. I think it's important to note that the church doesn't necessarily take a political stance, though. Um, there are things within, like, the church that are, you know, moral truths that are accepted that don't line up with worldly opinions, but the church doesn't take a specific political stance, so I think that should be noted as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's certainly true. Uh, as our own Father Gregory loves to say, uh, the church has no party of its own. I mean, there might be in certain specific scenario where one party is more or less aligned with what is the church's truth than another, but that's not the same as the church itself being political. Uh, you mentioned before that uh, some of the issues that were brought up in your political science class were very complicated, often multifaceted. Uh, have you, or really either of you, ever uh, gone to your priest to discuss something more complicated that might have come up in one of your classes? Um, well, I feel like everybody has been talking about the Russia-Ukraine problem, which did get, get brought up in um, my political science class. When I when we talked about it with Father Gregory, because my mom is currently in Russia, so it's a very um, personal personal yes personal um, problem because uh, yes it's a very personal problem. So okay, I do have another subject I wanted to touch on. Uh sure okay, and what was it you wanted to talk about? Uh so I think I wanted to mention about other students at um university or colleges. So when you go to a, a new school, you always make new friends. And I think it's very important from a from the very beginning to find the right people in your classes because for every class you need you want to find someone to be able to discuss the classwork with, someone if you miss a class, and it's good to find someone with similar opinions or beliefs like you so that you can view it together and um, discuss things that maybe didn't get discussed or brought up in class but that are relevant yeah, yes it's a good it's a good way to help one another uh, one another out if you're struggling with something spiritually often having other people that are fellow travelers can aid in that a lot I think Dasha you mentioned your roommate was Orthodox I imagine that's been helpful in that regard I definitely agree with what Tay is saying but I also think it's important not to get caught up in your own confirmation bias as as true as it is that that there are truths that we know from the Orthodox faith. It's still very important to be able to have an open mind to other people and their opinions and life stories. Um, and I think college provides a very good environment for that especially with professors that have different opinions than your own and in that aspect finding somebody who will agree with you is beneficial in you know keeping your own ground but it's also important to take into account and learn how to respectfully deal with other people's opinions and 
learn from that as well. Um, yes, one of the things we are called to in scripture is to obey the worldly authorities. And at least insofar as you are a student in university, a teacher is a kind of worldly authority for you. And so even if you don't agree with your professors, you are supposed to obey them insofar as uh, you are they are above you and they give you certain instructions that you do have to follow. Obviously, you can't and shouldn't follow them into sin if it goes that far. But dealing with a teacher or even a fellow student that you disagree with is an excellent opportunity to humble yourself, to learn to deal with this instead of lashing out, becoming polemical or otherwise spiritually endangering yourself. Going back to the topic of finding friends in university, um, I feel like it's made out to be a lot more difficult than it is to find an Orthodox community. At my college, there's a Orthodox club, not just for Russian Orthodox people, but uh, for all. And due to like time conflicts and my work schedule, I'm often not able to attend. Um, but I made a lot of friends in that group. But even outside of that club, I've met so many Orthodox people. I was uh, taken aback a little bit at first how many Orthodox people I met outside of that Orthodox club just within the first like three weeks of school. First of all, my roommate is Romanian Orthodox. My neighbor is Serbian Orthodox. And this random girl my friend brought to class was Greek Orthodox. And I became friends with these people outside of an intentionally Orthodox environment, which is very encouraging. Yeah, that actually uh, brings me to a question I was wondering. You're a roommate. Was that pure happenstance? Did you just happen to get placed in the same room as a fellow Orthodox, or did you seek that out deliberately? No, at the last minute, I was speaking to a friend who graduated from the University of Michigan, and she was asking me how my application process was going, and I told her that I got accepted into the LSA Honors Program at the University of Michigan, and she randomly mentioned that her friend back at her home parish in Chicago also got accepted and she gave me that girl's phone number and we texted just a couple times and just decided that we would request to be roommates without ever meeting each other or even speaking on the phone we would we just kind of went with it because we were both busy during that time we didn't have much time to get to know each other and honestly it was almost random you can say with the little preparation and effort that we put into it i see well university of michigan like many other colleges is known for its social life and that's something that has been not necessarily easy because on a saturday night you know everyone's going out and you know, there's clubs, there's frats, and... So it's definitely a valid concern. Uh, University of Michigan has a reputation that's a bit more raucous than even most universities, but to a greater or lesser extent, it's a problem any college student is going to have to deal with as an Orthodox Christian, where many of the people around you are engaged with a very heterodox social life, and you're often given the feeling that, oh, I'm not going... I'm not able to participate in the social life at all if I don't engage in these sinful heterodox behaviors. Okay, adding on to that, um, since we were comparing a four-year university to a community college where I'm still studying at, I would say it is possible to transfer your social life that you had before and apply it in university. So in community college, there's a lot of opportunities for book clubs, sports clubs, 
um, any club you want, you can start a club, find a club. And it's the same. It's similar at university. There are also a lot of different clubs. You can find that socialization outside of parties and frats and clubs. You can find a group of people that enjoy similar interests as you. Um, cooking, reading, drawing. It's all out there and it's a great way to meet new people that have similar interests than you outside of a sinful environment. Something that's interesting, creative, helpful, and it's a great opportunity, I think, and definitely still exists in university. Um, people just tend to put it aside because there's all those other opportunities that seem more fun but actually are just destructful and a waste of time sometimes. My college experience is maybe even a little bit different than most because I went to university in my hometown. So I'm often able to go home on the weekends, which I found very beneficial. And I've been able to keep my friends from my parish and still attend my parish on the weekends, which has kind of kept me grounded in a way. I'm not going to say that I don't struggle with going to church and making it on time with all the homework and the social life and my work trying to balance all of that. Um, it's not easy and it's something that's going to require a lot of effort and like just the way you make time for your hobbies, for your interests, you have to make time for this as well and that's not easy. And honestly, since starting university, I've been late more times than not. I've had to stop singing in the choir just because I don't make it on time to church. And yes, no, that's certainly true. I mean, the way I see it, uh, we can view uh, these temptations and the suffering that comes upon us in life in one of two ways. Uh, we can either let us lead us into despair or we can use it as an opportunity to purify our own faith through suffering and become all the stronger for it. Uh, how you decide to take these hardships, I think, is ultimately up to us and uh it is, we are beholden to ourselves in order to make the most out of it and use this to strengthen our faith instead of allowing it to weaken us the way it does, the way it might someone else. And something that I noticed going into this is that if you don't enter the stage in your life, like living on campus or moving to college with a firm conviction to continue your spiritual journey, you probably won't. Because there's just so many new opportunities, new situations that kind of take over your life. And if you don't start out with the firm, like, plan to continue your life within church, then it's going to be really difficult. Just as any other thing in your life, you need to make time for that. Church is also one of those things. Okay, so even living at home... As you grow older, your parents give you more responsibilities, more freedoms. And um, I'm not no longer being dragged to church. I have to personally make the decision to go to church. And I feel like that's why community is so important. Growing up in this community at this church, it has definitely kind of um, developed a hold on me, um, some a safe space, uh, a place to go back to when I'm sad or I'm drowning in work it's a little peaceful place and it's I feel like that's why it's so important to have um, programs like this podcast to keep uh, especially young people engaged because we do have a lot of activities at the church 
a lot of things that need organization and uh, things to work together, but it's definitely difficult being in college to have to have the time to organize these activities. So having something that's already pre-made, um, something that you need to work together to co- finish developing kind of is really important to keep us engaged and um, interacting within the church. All right. So uh, both of you spoke on, uh, you know, either the, the need to make time for church, the need to uh, foment a conviction to go to church going into university, because as you rightly mentioned, there are uh, uh, there are many distractions at university, just uh, yeah, even the more benign ones. There are simply things that keep you busy and by keeping you busy, keep away from the faith. Uh, is there anything specific either you, Dash or you, Taya, did in order to either grow that conviction within you or to force yourself to make time. It's obviously, it's great to say such things, but... I think definitely, like, living in the real world now that I'm, like, getting older, and even though community college is not a four-year college, I'm not completely surrounded by new people, um, it's the feeling of family. It's, um, I grew up at this church, so everybody here has known me since I was little. Um, So... If I'm ever feeling overwhelmed, there are so many people to talk to, uh, especially Father Gregory. He's a great option. Um, And having all these people and knowing that they're there for you, I think that definitely encourages me to come and continue spending time with them and especially to grow my relationship with God. Hey, what about you, Dasha? For me, I had to change a lot of my habits going into four-year university and not living at home anymore. And I knew that that would affect my church life. There's so many people before me that I've seen um, stop participating in, like, those extra church activities, not because they don't want to, but just because they are unable to do so. And I already understood that that was going to be something that I would be faced with. So... Before starting college, I told myself that I was going to go to church every Saturday and Sunday, that I was going to continue participating, and I was so firmly convinced in that, and yet still my participation, my arrival to church on time, um, my attendance at Saturday evening services has gone down drastically, and it's not because I don't want to, it's just because I'm either so sleep deprived or I just don't have time due to like college work and um, also my work schedule. But I know that if I hadn't had that desire going in, then I might have stopped coming completely or it would have gotten much worse. You know, I I expected it to get worse, but if I didn't have that vigilance, it would have been a much bigger change for me and I go to college in my own hometown and that was honestly a really good decision because like I said you enter college and you make so many new friends you join orgs you involve yourself in campus life in any way you can just to find a community on campus that so much of it is very secular. So having that pre-established community at church really helped me come back here to ground myself in this new environment and living in a new place surrounded by so many new people. Oh yeah, jumping off of that, I kind of wanted to mention college and social life 
I'm still at community college, so obviously there's not as much interaction with my classmates outside of class. Um, but of course, I'm still like making friends, but I'm not surrounded by these friends all the time. They don't, I feel like they don't have that much of an effect on me as say I would if I had lived in a dorm like Dasha's li doing right now. I guess uh, Dasha with that in mind, uh, could you speak to the dorm experience somewhat? Uh, if you had the chance to make your decision again, would you uh, still choose to live in the dorm because of some advantages that it offers? And if so, would you be able to describe those advantages for us? Yeah, of course. Well, you enter a new space actively trying to find new people. And many of them are going to have very differing beliefs. I was very lucky to find a roommate who's also orthodox. And that has helped me ground, stay grounded in a lot of ways. Uh, but often you find yourself involved in things you might not necessarily want to be involved in. Or, or doing things that aren't necessarily the best idea. Just in order to fit in with all of these new people with their new environments and um and practices and ways of living and i'm not gonna lie and say that i don't like i don't participate in these things because i do because i am still in a new space trying to make friends and that's how you are as a person you you're you try to fit in and that's something that you just struggle with Often there's this conviction that people in college are trying to drag you down or, or that the people you are surrounded with in college are dragging you down the wrong path, but that's not necessarily accurate. There's oftentimes for people, college can be the thing that brings them to Christ. Or for my mom who traveled from a different country to go to university here in the U.S., being surrounded by these completely different people in a not only a new environment but a new country she turned to the church just for something familiar from familiar culture and that's how she came to orthodoxy personally so honestly there's this often a persistent warning about the temptations of college which definitely needs to be heated but there's so many opportunities positive positives about this experience i want to uh, add that no matter no matter where you are in your life at what point if you're in college or if you just went straight to go to work or um if you got married and are now a stay-at-home mother father whatever um there's always going to be their own temptations and um their own difficulties and the humans there's a there's something special about us humans. We know how to adapt to new situations. We um, we we crave consistency, but when a change comes along, we can learn how to live with it. And I think that is an important thing to keep in mind when you go to college that, yes, there's going to be a lot of different things around you that are new that the church has warned us against. But we also need to learn to live with them and not just set, make, like, point out the negatives and say oh yeah well I see this I see that you have to learn how to live around that move around or you know sometimes even with it so um, sometimes you have to let the swim along with the river instead of against the flow and I'm not saying go out and do drugs and um 
stuff like that, but you sometimes need to adapt and uh, find a balance between um, the world and the church, so just so that you don't drive yourself crazy. Oh, uh, yes, that's uh, certainly true. We often say we uh, live in the world, not of the world, and uh, both of those prepositions, in and not of, are uh, both important because uh, we often focus on the second one, that we don't live, we are not of the world, but we have to strive to remember that whether you like it or not, you are in the world for the time being, and you are going to have to deal with that one way or the other. Well said. College and especially changing locations from living at home to living in a different space, um, that's a very important step in growing up, I think. And in real life, you're going to be surrounded by people with different opinions and different convictions who are going to try to push those opinions and convictions upon you. And learning how to stand on your own two feet is just something that you either going to have to learn in college or after that where you aren't going to have all these people warning you and trying to keep you afloat. So it's best to, to take advantage and be thankful of this time that's just so important in growth. Uh, yeah, no, that's a, a very fair point. There, there are temptations everywhere. I think one of the reasons people like to focus on uh, university, the temptations it offers so much, is that in a lot of ways, uh, college is a very concentrated set of temptations. You've got a lot of different possible negative influences brought together into one place. And not only that, but if you are uh, elsewhere in the world, you know, if you're, uh, let's say you're going to work, one of your coworkers is an avid club goer or something of this sort you know it's a that's also a temptation to leave the church life but it's also not very intentional it's something incidental incidental that happens to have happen in your life in university you are surrounded by people who have a very active interest in bringing you another way which is why i imagine people tend to over focus on the temptations of university as opposed to every other part of life yeah i guess you can say that you kind of know what you're getting yourself into Yes, which is uh, has its own advantages to a certain degree as well, as well as some disadvantages. Those were most of the uh, initial questions I wanted to go through for this interview. Dasha, Taya, do either of you have any final thoughts you'd like to add? Stay strong out there, people. <laughs> thank you. All right. Well, uh, thank you for coming on to our program today. I hope this will be edifying for the audience. Anyone who is uh, seeking a potential... Uh, a potential college experience while also orthodox or who is currently in college and orthodox and uh, might be looking for advice in what to do. All right. Thank you. Thank you.